You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. A brand new hour starting now. Thanks for being with us. So we unpack another one. Uh, We got uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy. They've already done a job of getting the kickoff hour out there, getting everybody stretched up. We're warmed up. We're ready. Uh, now uh, Adler joins the team. The YouTube experience now will be enhanced as he takes control and is ready uh, to not only show you what it looks like for this show, he gives you archives in the break. He also adds colorful commentary uh, from his microphone inside his little booth. All that ready to go today. Uh, another uh, another resource available to you today on the YouTube channel and on our podcast archives is the Wednesday Bible Study. Uh, I will say that probably now more than ever, this old study of the Revelation, I notice it's garnering quite a bit of attention. So we will continue that today. Uh, some of you are going, wow, I wish I'd been following this all along. Well, the archives are available, but we have a new one today. Uh, it will be noon central, 1 o'clock Eastern, uh, there on our YouTube channel. It's archived soon after, and you can uh, watch it on our YouTube channel on your own time, or you can listen to the audio archive on our podcast channel. So put that on the schedule for today as well. Uh, so we are missing one, uh, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master out of Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Let's go. There they are. I remember throwing punches around and preaching from my chair. But who in the world are you? Who are you? Who are you? Uh, so, Bubba, we uh, we do have uh, updates, as I mentioned. Uh, we will update you on the latest uh, on the conflict and uh, how many times in our lifetime has the word conflict and Middle East gone together. Oh, I know. I uh, know. Well, as long as we've been and, doing and, it. And guess what? It yeah. will continue. It will continue. It will continue. Uh, so uh, it looks like uh, the, the latest update, and we'll get others, is certainly – uh, Israel is on the offense. Uh, they're they're moving and they're declaring uh, that they will bring in ground forces any any minute now. Uh, uh, as far as when we were doing this show live, uh, the bombings have continued. They say they will turn Gaza into a tent city. Uh, they say the Middle East will never be the same after this. It will be remembered uh, Israel's response for generations. Uh, and they have sent to their people, if you are anywhere near all this, you need three days of supplies to bunker down, and you need to find somewhere else to go. And if you're Palestinian and you don't want to die, go to Egypt. So there you go. 
and and so uh, that's uh, that's where that is. And uh, then, of course, that has spawned uh, what you would expect: lots and lots of questions about biblical history, uh, a lot of talk about the rapture, uh, and people are getting intense. Uh, and you know, that's usually, I know it's hard to think about that, but, um, that's actually just more of God's grace again. I mean, throughout time, I, I was reading the prophet Jeremiah before the show today, and here he is telling these people, uh, who are rebelling against God, look, you're rebelling against him. He's going to allow things to happen. He's allowing them to, so he can get your attention so that hopefully you'll turn back to him. Uh, and he's been doing that gracious move over and over yeah. and over again. But again, the thing I think we must understand is that sin always matters. Uh, there's there's a certain false theology that's preached too much right now that sin's really no big deal. It, no, it always matters. Uh, and and that, I, we certainly are saved by God's mercy and grace. We don't have any hope without it. Got that. And perfection in a fallen creation and fallen flesh is unattainable on our own. However, there's a transformation that God requires, and the repercussions for our sin always matter, always have, always will, and he hates it. So uh, he's working out his final plan, uh, and hopefully as, as people see things like this, and even if it might spook you a little bit in a good way, uh, you'll seek those answers and you'll find them because at the end of it all, the Palestinians – and the Hebrews have, who have rejected Jesus as Messiah, they both need the same thing. They need Jesus. Yep. And I've been in the home of some wonderful Palestinian people who have acknowledged Jesus as Lord and Savior. They were wonderful people. They were good to my family. I wish them no ill will, but sometimes other people bring um, calamity on you um, on, when, when they do things that you didn't have control of. And, you know, that doesn't mean there aren't wonderful Palestinian people uh, but these terrorists, um, they have they have brought they have brought fury down upon you. You know, you, you make a great point too that you know collective sin matters, Ooh. and and we pay a collective price for it. And I know a lot of people are looking and they're, they're you know they're trying to find winners and losers using their their sense of what's right and wrong, and you can't do that because you know the things we have done, our sin. It, mm-hmm. You're seeing it play out in the Middle East right now. Well, it's a collective of the, what we've all done, and that's why it does matter, the things that, that you do in your life and and every day, and mm-hmm. we're all guilty of it. Uh, it, it, it has a, a communitive and collective effect. Well, and I remember my wife saying that to our children, and it's a phrase that I've, and we're, we're doing, I'm doing a new devotional that I felt like that God in the right time, and what I'm looking around now, our, our next 31-day devotional, which is an individual resource, is going to be called Sin Always Matters. And I remember my, mu- my, my, my wife telling our children, the things we're telling to you, we're not just telling you these things trying to be mean or trying to be unreasonable or trying to be stuffy or you know, trying to be, be killjoys. It is true that the Lord will forgive you of anything you repent of, children, but as you head out tonight, remember Sin Always Matters. It always matters. They, they, and doesn't mean it's unforgivable. Yeah, in in eternity and a way back. But right. on earth, it always matters. Always matters. And so, uh, so we'll uh, we 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 see that, and um, and and we uh, we hope that um, you know it. You, you you like you said that point about the collective. You, you don't have to look any further than the downfall of mankind in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, I mean, I'm standing there every time you go to a funeral. 
That's the sin of Adam and Eve. Yeah. Every time. And it affects all of us. When Greg, you and I are sitting there yesterday, you know, trying to help our dad and we see the state he's in with Alzheimer's, you go, the original sin matters. Uh, we're all dying and we're all going away because of sin. And then some people turn around and try to act like it doesn't matter. How about this? Every one of us sees, see, see collective sin and what, what's yeah. happening. We're all dying and, uh, for, because of sin. But uh, but it's redemption true. is available, and and that's what I'd focus on if I if I you know I had to I had to go through the process of, of making that priority. So I'm no different than anybody else. But if you have not secured your eternity, and I'm not saying that you know we're <clears throat> the church is about to be raptured, and I'm not saying this yes are those that believe it's the beginning of the tribulation. I'm not saying any of that. I am saying though that you could die today, and maybe it may be this. Is the kind of stuff that gets you like I'm getting more questions mm-hmm. about the Bible. Mm-hmm. And they always say it's like 9/11. I mean, 9/11. Well, you you better get to church early after 9/11. <laughs> now, 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 of course, about six months after that, you know, those those seats became available again because uh, sometimes being scared isn't enough. But a lot of times, being scared will do it. And uh, and I hope I hope everybody is assessing. I had one friend yesterday. I was laughing. You know, and he he was talking about the rapture of the church. He said, "Boy, I tell you, watching the news, I don't think I'm gonna buy any green bananas." <laughs> That's a bit of an exaggeration, but it's still funny. Yeah. It you makes understand it, the point. Yeah, it makes the point. Uh, we'll be back 17 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. So so following under that theme um, of at the end of it all, not to oversimplify this, but sometimes truth is just simply true, what everybody involved with everything that's going on in the world, everybody needs the same thing, and that's Jesus. Uh, and, and as we said on yesterday's program, if we probably concentrated on what we were told to do, and that is to be disciples and make disciples, you might solve a lot of the world's problems when people are transformed through redemption in Christ. Well, we have an example of that, uh, including uh, uh, involving Hamas. In 2014, uh, the son of the founder of Hamas, and I can't pronounce his name, uh, it was interviewed by Don Lemon. Uh, and he, he tries to explain the role of Hamas. Now think about this. Do you know why the son of the founder of Hamas is no longer doing what Hamas wants to do? Because he became a follower of Jesus. So, so there we go. Change, so, right so there. when you tried to pass it on to the son, Jesus took that away. Now, if you, if he doesn't come to Jesus, he's probably still doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. so I know that's what changed me. There's things I don't do anymore because of the transformational power of Jesus. If Jesus had never come into my life, I'd probably still be doing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but anyway, so, um, so here he is telling Don Lemon, but he has an insight uh, on, on, on the way Hamas sees the world. Uh, and he explains that. And I saw some of this yesterday about the grooming of children mm-hmm. and the cartoons they play for them and what they teach them about mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Israelis and all that and, and Americans. But uh, he talks about that a little yeah. bit. So here he is. 
So I'm joined now by Musab Hassan Youssef. He's the author of Son of Hamas, uh, and he joins us live. You know, your father was a founding member of Hamas, and you were groomed to take a leadership position. Eventually, you converted to Christianity, rejected their political and military objectives. Why did you do that? Well, for the simple uh, reasons that we see uh, right now in, uh, in, in Gaza, that Hamas does not care about the lives of uh, uh, Palestinians, does not care about the lives of Israelis or Americans. Mm -hmm. They don't care about their own lives. Uh, they consider uh, dying for the sake of uh, their ideology a, a way of worship. Mm -hmm. And uh, how can you continue uh, in that uh, uh, society? Okay. I'll ask you the same question I asked my last guest. Can you coexist with someone whose mission is to is your destruction? Well, Hamas is not seeking coexistence and uh, uh, compromise. Hamas is seeking uh, conquest and uh, taking over. And by the way, Israel, the destruction of the state of Israel is not Hamas' uh, final destination. Mm -hmm. Hamas' final destination is uh, building the Islamic Khilafah, which mm -hmm. means uh, an Islamic state on the rubble of every uh, other civilization. Mm -hmm. Th these are the ultimate goals of the movement. Musab, you say, you say in your book that Hamas targets civilians as a tool of war. Tell us about the Hamas that you know from growing up uh, in the West Bank. Well, in the mosques, uh, Hamas taught us that uh, without shedding uh, innocent blood for the sake of uh, uh, the ideology, we wouldn't be able to uh, build an Islamic State. They were preparing us from uh, the age as uh, young as uh, five years old. This is the ideology that Hamas uh, was uh, uh, feeding us. And uh, honestly, it's uh, impossible almost for anybody to break through and see the truth of and real face of Hamas and be able to leave at some point. Uh, as you see in my case, I had to lose everything just to say no to Hamas. And today when I look at the children of Gaza and I know what they are fed, uh, I know that they have no choice. Yeah. Musab, thank you. Appreciate it. So you, you see an insight that is uh, very clear because his dad was one of the founders of Hamas, and mm -hmm. he was being raised in it, and if he doesn't come to Christ, he's probably fighting right now. Yeah, and I, uh, and I hope everybody mm -hmm. heard that the end goal of Hamas is not the destruction of Israel. It's the destruction of every civilization right. and a worldwide Islamic state. Yeah, and as we have tried to say over the years, until you understand that they don't want a compromise, they don't want an agreement, they do not want Israel to exist. They want it to be completely under Islamic rule. And they then also want that, as he just said, Bubba's point, for any nation that, that, that they are able to conquer. And so they're not looking to find peace agreements. They're looking to conquer. And any time you have a peace agreement, that's just them bi biding time till they can get enough weapons and get yeah. and feel like they're ready to go or get their training done. Mm -hmm. And they do, the, every single time you compromise with terrorists, they do not see that as something to be applauded. They see it as weakness. Yeah. And all they know is you have to defeat them. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you just continue to deal with it. Yeah. A lot of these interviews are resurfacing. That was a nine-year-ago nine interview yeah, yeah. from with Don Lemon. But I was reading some that some of the stuff that was on the bottom of the screen during that interview. Mm -hmm. It was another attack. Of course. Uh, you know. Of course it is. And, and, and it, it also explains, because it was a thing that, that hit me, and it's hard for us to understand. 
But if you've been raised in this since you were five years old, and, and I saw some of the propaganda they show them, that's how you can come through a hole in a, in a fence and just start indiscriminately killing everybody. Yeah. And it's Elderly people, women, children, uh, because to you've been told they don't matter. And, and uh, so they're, they're not even to be, there's no value to them. So whatever you have to do to get them out of the way or take them out, do it. Well, you, mm-hmm. you heard what he said. He mm-hmm. said the spilling of innocent blood is no big deal if it achieves your end right. goal. Yeah. You know, it, they look at all of us as an infestation right. that needs to be cleaned out. Right. And uh, so, so that, they have no problem blowing up an airplane. They have no problem tearing a building down. Right. They have no problem uh, killing innocent people. And as you said, they don't want to get along. They don't want to coexist. They don't want a two-state solution. All that is is uh, political uh, chicanery to, to their end goal, which is to wipe you out. Yeah. So, uh, so there it is. And, uh, but you, well, also- you know, we, we joke, the Babylon Bee is funny, and they always have these great headlines. They had one today that said the emperor of Japan calls for ceasefire after the bombing of, of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's the same thing, <laughs> right? You know, right. it's exactly the same thing. And you also, though, see the power of Christ. Yeah, I mean, there's a person that was immersed in that, and Jesus's transformation in his life completely changed his view of everything. Yeah. We'll be back bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. As we come back, you were telling me, and and uh, and we'll go. We'll certainly keep updating the world headlines too. But we're gonna. Uh, kind of pivot a little bit now and go to something a little bit lighter. And that is, we know that, so is this show that's coming out that Kelsey Grammer's doing, is this full blown a re bringing back the show Frasier? Uh, it is, but it's not going to, it's the same character, but it's not the same supporting staff. And he's not in Seattle. He's going to go back to Boston. Is he on, ra- on the radio? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so it just it's just about that that character, yes, but yes. he may not even be doing radio anymore. I, I have no idea. But okay. it but it has been rebooted, it okay. has been reshot, okay. and it is gonna start airing, I guess, in the spring. Modern and, day versions of a show called Frasier with yes, Kelsey Graham. Yes, which I love. It's one of okay. my favorite shows. I watch it almost every night. So um it it, it was great. It was funny. Uh, it obviously was. the people who funny. wrote worked in radio stations. No question. And knew the characters, and uh, it, it's just it's just a great show. So he is rebooting that. Well, uh, we we come in today, and I, I'm reading the headlines here. Um, it's a uh, Jerry Seinfeld is doing stand up. He's 69 years old now. Right. Um, he was at the uh, Wang Theater in Boston. He was on just Saturday. in Birmingham not too long ago. Yep. And yep. Uh, he said uh, to the crowd, and I'm quoting here: "I have a little secret for you." And he hints he is planning a reboot of his hit 90s sitcom. No. More than 25 years no. after its on-screen finale. No. So, yeah, I'm uh, Speedy, you mentioned I had some friends that saw Seinfeld when he came to our city on, mm-hmm. this, on this tour, and they said he's as funny as he's ever been. Yeah. And uh, so, but, but here's, the, here's the thing I'm concerned about. So when Jerry was interviewed, of course, time <laughs> changes all kinds of things. <laughs> When Jerry was interviewed, they were being offered tons and tons of money. How much? How many millions was it per episode? Uh, it was him? it was substantial. Yeah. Okay. And as a matter of fact, the number that was thrown out at him, he said, "I could have gotten more." Right. And I forget it was either uh, Ricky. I, I, I forgot. I don't want to say ten million an episode because that sounds That's, absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it, 
I know they were making a million an episode when they quit. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, Wasn't he offered like a hundred million for another season or something like that? It was a ton of jack. Yeah. Okay. It, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And the and the quote from Seinfeld was this. He said, and you remember, didn't they end on like a weird number, like nine? They never got to ten years. Yeah. Did, didn't it end on and everybody's like, You can't that. give us ten years. Right. Uh but anyway, he said and, and I've seen this. First of all, I saw Jason Alexander be interviewed, and he said, "Don't misunderstand me." We Nine were, years. He yep. said we were still very funny after Larry David left, because you know Larry David, which the character George is based on, yeah. was so neurotic that he could, the pressure of a new season drove him crazy. All right. Yeah. He, 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 he would quit. even on his new show. He yeah. And, and Jerry said that, that Larry David would quit every season. Okay. And they they would just hang keep him on until finally he did quit. Right. And he said Larry David was the only one that was clever enough and talented enough to take three different storylines in one episode. And at the end, they all crossed. Right. He said, when Larry left, we couldn't do that anymore because no one was good enough to do it. Right. He said, now that doesn't mean the shows weren't funny. They were still funny. He said, but we drifted to more of an Abbott and Costello. Cause that was Jerry's. Right. He loved Abbott and Costello. He said, don't misunderstand me. We were good all the way to the end. But he said there was a change in, in this kind of really weird humor that only Larry David could bring. Mm -hmm. No one could think of the scenarios that Larry David could think of yeah. and then put them all together at the end. But anyway, so and then Jerry said this very phrase. He said, we could have kept going for money. And, you know, I hate to say this, but you and I have said this. See, Jerry got himself in a financial situation where he could walk away. Yes, yes. And what he said is, I did not want to tamper with the excellence of the product. Right. And he said, back to what we said, we needed to leave before the audience wanted us to leave. Right. And he said, I, I was afraid that if we kept on, that it wouldn't be as good. Right. And I never wanted the show not to, to achieve what people expect. Mm -hmm. And that was more important to me than more money. Right. And so, but here he is now saying, maybe, do you, yeah. do you have the, the This clip? is the end of his Boston show here. Okay. Talking about. All right, here we go. Did I like what? The ending of the show. Well, I have a little secret for you about the ending. But I can't really tell it. Because it is a secret. Here's what I'll tell you, okay? But you can't tell anybody. Something is going to happen. That has to do with that ending. Hmm. Has it happened yet? <laughs> He's the master Everybody. promoter. You never know. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. With Frazier coming back, you can see where people could read into that. Tomorrow. Also, you know, our favorite detective, Monk, uh, they are shooting a full-length 90-minute movie. I understand. So is Monk even still on the air? I didn't no, know. it's been gone for many, many years. Oh, it has? Your okay. favorite detective, right? Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> I never saw an episode of Monk, but I understand Ray why it would be funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's An OCD it's person. So our humor Any out. OCD humor owns right. me. Yeah. Okay. But that's why I used to, that's why I always enjoyed hanging around Dan Moultrie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you when I would, because I love I, to I take, couldn't wait to, to email my family this morning because that's good. they're all Monk fans. Yeah. So. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, I know it's a good show. You know how you, how do you say his last name? Tony. Yeah. I don't know. He's, Monk. he's a funny guy. Yeah. Funny guy. You know, he was, uh, he was in Wings. Remember, he was a taxi driver right. in Wings, and he's right. been in a lot of other shows, yeah, too. Yeah, but. Right. Yeah, I, I never got on that show. I know it's funny, and I think I would have liked it. But you know how you just have to end up in a show, and yeah. I just never could get in? Yeah. It's like you ever tried – I was trying to merge into the traffic, and I couldn't – nobody you, let me in. How do you say that? No, no, no idea. 
Shalhub? 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 I don't know. Be careful saying things like that right now. Yeah, you didn't, gotta be careful. I know, I know. <laughs> I didn't know, uh, isn't that the rubs the lotion on the skin guy? Ted, Ted Levin? Uh, I think it is. It is, Adler. I think it is. Adler, it is. Mm. Oh, sorry. You mean Captain Stoudemire? Uh, Captain Stoudemire, yes. Oh, Adler. Sorry. Why did you bring back that role? Yeah. Greg was watching it when the Braves That's the only thing I know him from. Greg, how do you watch Silence of the Lambs again? I don't know. I got hung up. And the Braves were on, and you didn't know anything He's blaming it on being on TBS. Yeah. The Braves were on TBS. I didn't see it. The nine-year thing was kind of weird. It was. You couldn't give us because 10? Most of, them, field, yeah. most of them would go to 10 and then bail out. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had a few go longer than that. I think uh, MASH went 10 years, didn't it? Um, now, Big Bang Theory went 12. Here we go. Mm-hmm. I but was doesn't, waiting on that to come up. But doesn't They were the walking dog of sitcoms when they ended, you know, at their time. What, does anybody, is that, are, are they the ones that went the longest ever? I don't know what the longest streak no, ever there was. Yeah. There was one, one that went on for yeah, a while. Yeah, that went like 17, 18 years, yeah. wasn't it? I, I don't remember, remember what it was. was now. But, uh, but what I'm But the thing was oh, Simon, Simpsons, if you count that. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like real people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, we you, don't have to, you don't have to negotiate with cartoons. Yeah, I can just keep the, drawing. Game, yeah. I can just keep drawing. And, I, and people are willing to come sit down in front of a microphone and record for big money. <laughs> But and I, you can get sound a lot. Right? But but doesn't it just seem so odd oh, with yeah. all the money that was on the table that nobody could talk Seinfeld into just saying, well, let's just end on 10. That just seems yeah. odd that, that they went out on nine. How long did Friends go? Um, uh, Let me look. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia did 16 seasons if we're talking uh, live action people. Of course, I had no idea. Simpsons, Family Guy, South Park, they they all beat that. But as far as live action, It's Always Sunny. And then, uh, do y'all remember The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet? Yes. We're too young to remember when it was live that on was the, the Nelsons. Or running in normal rotation. But yeah, it was a big show in the 50s. Uh, yeah. They did uh, 14 seasons. Two and a Half Men did 12. And then, like Bubba said, Big Bang Theory did 12. Kirby Enthusiasm did 11. Uh, let me look up. <laughs> Is that Fran. over now? <laughs> he did two of them. Yeah, I never saw that. 11 seasons. You had Cheers, <laughs> Frasier, Married with Children, MASH, Happy Days. The Jeffersons, uh, my family, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which I didn't. Mr. I Belvedere. <laughs> oh my gosh, worst show ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mr. Belvedere. Uh, so, uh, Friends did ten seasons, and then a reunion in 2021 on HBO Max. That was uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. The Love Boat did ten. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us on our little edition of Rick and Bubba. We do come to you most every day, 99% of the time, from uh, our home state, Sweet Home, Alabama. We are able now, through all the various platforms and our affiliates on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, to go all kinds of places. Uh, And we love that. Uh, And speaking of Alabama, Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville, um, Bubba was asking in the break, I, I heard the conversation with he and Speedy and Bubba was like, did I hear that, that a, a former CIA head, uh, called for Tommy Tuberville to be removed from, from, from existence? I mean, <laughs> well, it's a, it's uh, a, you know, I, I started getting email about Michael this, Hayden and, mm-hmm. and it was, people were asking, did a, did the former head of the CIA call for 
Tommy Tuberville to be assassinated. <laughs> right. And I thought, uh, I don't know. Now, of course, um, uh, General Hayden, Michael Hayden, um, is no fan of Tuberville. That's fine, yeah. He doesn't like the holes that he's put on the promotions. No problem. Man. And we have pointed this out time and time again. Um, he is against a blanket promotion. Right. Uh, the Senate has the ability to go per case and look at it, which right. is what Tommy says they need to do anyway. And I agree. And he also was unhappy with the fact that the administration and the Defense Department, in his opinion, and it looks very clearly to that, has violated federal law saying that if you're in the military, we will pay for you to travel to get an abortion. Right. And this goes back against laws that prevent federal funds from being used in that. So you see there's a, there's an apparent conflict. So he has brought this up. He's asked for a change in that. The Defense Department is not uh, wavering on this. So uh, Senator Tuberville used his authority to block these blanket promotions. Now, we saw even last week they went in and took some individually and promoted them. So we had the yeah, head of the, uh, uh, you know, the the uh, what's the group that reports to the president, the head head guy. They got all that done. So, but now uh, he he put out a tweet saying, and Speedy, do you have that the original yeah, tweet? Is. Well, the original. Okay. Yeah, I don't see the original. I've got yeah. the one you got, the one that came out yesterday. And, and see, I just saw this where it said, should Tommy Tuberville be removed from his committee? Yes or no? And I. That was I was trying a, to figure out what it was. That, that was from another person, right. and then General Hayden responded, said, "How about the human race?" And and Which a lot that of sounds it, like you're asking for him to be killed. Well, it's called a, pol a politically motivated assassination. Is what is what it's been labeled as. But how about this? If I'm removed from the human race, the that only way I can dead. Yeah, the only way I can be removed from the human race, I could be removed from politics. I could be <laughs> removed from the Senate. Uh, but if you remove me from the human race, then I have to be dead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, or now, raptured or something. Right. Yeah, okay. and and Michael Hayden is the former head of the CIA and also head of the NSA. So he's a guy that's probably ordered a few assassinations over the years. <laughs> I mean, if we're just honest about it. So now the one that he put out yesterday, after everyone got upset about him suggesting that Tommy Tuberville be removed from the human race. He says, I was surprised, this is uh, General Michael Hayden, I was surprised to wake up this morning and discover that the MAGA nuts had lost their minds over my suggestion that Coach Tuberville not be considered a member of the human race. I stand by that view. I'm wishing you all a nice day, even uh, the, uh, well, I don't know what that word is, uh, even Tommy Tuberville, and he calls him a name. But he says, I stand by my view that Tommy Tuberville should be removed from the human race. So he doesn't, he doesn't back down at all. Mm -mm. Well, uh, Senator Tuberville has now referred him to the Capitol Police I for making a threat. Which I think is justified. It, I, I let me let me say this: if it was flipped, if it was flipped, yes, if a former member, head of the CIA NSA, from the Trump or Bush administration, <clears throat> said that one of the members from the squad ought to be removed from the human race, they would consider that a threat, and yeah. they would report them. Yeah, and, and I'm glad and, he did. And, and they should report. Yep. Uh, if if there was someone that you know was a conservative, and I might agree with their political views, that called 
for someone they oppose politically to be removed from the human race, I would be like, eh, I don't think you can do that. I mean, that's kind of over the line. I mean, you can disagree. Call them an idiot. Remove, all that. Do whatever. How about removed from the government? How yeah. about removed yeah. from Congress? Send them home. Uh, right. You know, whatever. But um, um, Tuberville said, if we still have a non-political uh, justice system in this country, then General Hayden will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. My office has reported the incident to the Capitol Police, which y'all said. I expect them to once again do an excellent job protecting members of Congress. All right, I'm going to Google this one word in the tweet. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it means. You know, I started to I, I do bet, that before the segment, and I don't know. He's, I, he's I bet, talking over our head. We don't know what he called I, him. I bet it's not, uh, I bet no, it's not I, nice. Yeah. All right, here it is. All right, so what he's calling Tuberville is a word that means unwilling or refusing to change one's view or to agree about something. The person who can't be persuaded to change their mind. <clears throat> well, I consider that a good thing. Yeah, really. Uh, refusal to compromise or abandon a, a, an often extreme position or attitude. Gosh, of course, isn't it funny? It, isn't your, our point of view extreme? Isn't that all in the eye of the beholder? Yes, it is. You're, yes, you're, it is. I guess, or in the ear of the listener. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so the, does anybody know how to say that word? No, I'm not even going to try it. Intransigent? Is that, is that out of use? That's it. Is that yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. He dug in. I, I, just boy, Rick. I just don't use that word a lot. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I would try it, but the way it felt just then was so difficult for me, it won't yeah. be fun to Once say. Once I heard it, I, I knew, yeah. knew what it meant. Yeah. I just don't use yeah. it a lot. Yeah. I'd I, like that, to, but it's, it's just it's too, too hard to it's say. It's too uncomfortable for me to say. If that was in commercial copy, I'd stare at it the whole time. Yeah, I would, would have too. to call somebody yeah. and ask them to say it for What if it was in a commercial that you didn't proofread and you were going to try to do a big quick live read with it? I've been there. Yeah. You know what I do skip right over? Right. Looks like my car's going to be aligned. I hit that speed bump. Uh, going wide open. <laughs> so, uh, so, but I, I just, is, I, I don't mean to be, you know, over the top either, but is it possible that, that the general is, is, is he losing it a little bit? I, I mean, I, I mean, for the fact to say it and then have a chance to explain it and double down on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, I mean, is that, that, that seems a little over the top, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah. But um, and th- but of course we saw some other things yesterday. We'll hit some of those before the before the show is done. But we'll come back and let's let's chat with you. You guys, have, we've been throwing a lot at you, and and you can re- uh, get, give your point of view now. I I, got, I have to give you a couple more lines from Tuberville on this. Okay, okay when we get back, this is good. Phone calls next eight six six. We be big. All ten lines are available. Well, there they go. They're starting to go now. There they go. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll hear what you have to say. Uh, like I said, a lot's been thrown at you today. You could come up with your own direction if you if you so desire. But we'll do phone calls coming up next on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Intransigent. Intransigent. 866, we be big, uh, and your chance to uh, to join us uh, and comment on whatever you would uh, like to discuss. can be any topic. Uh, Speedy is on the phones right now. He'll get you lined up, ready to go. We'll start with Matt out of Sweet Home, Alabama. Matt, thank you for your patience. Uh, go right ahead. You're on the Rick and Bubba Show. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to, to mention was about the Tommy Tuberville threat. Mm-hmm. So I would take it very seriously. Also, given the position that the colonel is in or the mayor, whatever he is. General. Former general. I think Bubba said. Yes. Yes. Uh, Considering there are people that blindly follow leaders, I would be uh, afraid for my life. Absolutely. Well, you know, I guess uh, it has to go down the line of every threat made uh, toward any of our leaders has to be taken (laughs) serious. 
it's odd that a former general <laughs> would, would be dumb enough to say what he said because he would probably be the person that would go after people who said what he said about somebody that uh, – that he was supposed to protect, you know, that, that serves in our government. You say there were a couple of quotes from Tuberville that you wrote. Well, Speedy read some of it, yeah. uh, or maybe you did. Somebody did about protecting members of Congress, you right. know, if we had that. Right. He, he went on to say he was not aware of any congressional Democrats who had condemned Hayden's statement and that Democrats have only continued to attack him by name on Tuesday. Sadly, General Hayden is one of the latest in the long line of Washington leftists who have engaged in reckless rhetoric against me over the past few months. This must stop, and it must stop now. He went on to say um, Hayden um, presided over some of the biggest failures in American intelligence history, linking him to intelligence flaws with 9-11 attacks and the lack of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. He said he also lied about Hunter Biden's laptop so that Joe Biden could get elected, and um, he said uh, both of these lies tore our country apart, did enormous damage, da-da-da-da-da. He said uh, General Hayden is in no position to criticize anyone as his credibility was completely destroyed long ago. He said, I am a conservative, I am a Republican, and above all, I am an American who cares about this country and is deeply concerned for its future. I'm not a politician. And when I came to Washington, I did not expect to be popular among the clown show. Right. But I certainly did not expect to be lied about on the Senate floor and threatened by former governor officials like Michael Hayden. But part of it I loved is when he said, I did not expect to be popular among the clown show. No, it's it's true. <laughs> and, and this is one of those things. And yeah, we've said it before. Sometimes, you know, the people who like you say a lot about you. But sometimes I actually take... Uh, I look at myself and I go, the fact that these people hate me, I must be doing everything right. Yeah. Uh, but because if I was being accepted by this bunch, I, I probably have compromised something I shouldn't have compromised. But once again, uh, with uh, a death threat on a senator that he doesn't like, the left showing you once again how loving and caring and understanding and how everyone should be allowed to have their own point of view and just be you. Uh, they don't really live that out. What they mean is you must agree with us. Uh, Jimbo is in Troy. Jimbo, go ahead. we got lines available if you want to join us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Jimbo, go ahead. Hey, guys. Good to talk to you this morning. Uh, Our pleasure. I wanted to weigh in on the Tuberville situation, too. Uh, you got to notice how uh, Democrats choose their words and change their words when they're trying to defend something they've said. I don't know if you noticed, but the original comment was that Tuberville be removed from a committee. And so Hayden's comment implied that he should be removed from the human race, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Then when he defends himself, he said, I can't believe I'm being trashed for not considering him part of the human race. That's a totally different thing. Right. He tried to just change not, it. Just not yeah, just not considering him part of the human race is not the same as saying remove him, which is what he originally said. Yeah, he, he did a sidestep backup yeah, on did. his defense. Yeah, yeah he did. He, he changed that's how the, that's how, the wording, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how Democrats argue. They they say they spout off their mouth and say something. Then when they're called on it, they change the wording slightly so that people that aren't paying attention uh, think they're saying the same thing. No, you're right, 100%. Thanks a lot, Jimbo. Not uh, good to point that out. Bill in Dothan, uh, News Talk one zero three nine. Bill, go ahead. Green Acres. Hey, uh, thank you. Hayden's a Hayden's a traitor. 
and his failures just stick out like sore thumbs. And he he knew about Hunter, the Hunter laptop. He knew about Russia collusion. The man's a disgrace to the uniform and has been for a long time. And it's just scary. He knows as much about you and me as he does. Yeah, uh, that uh, somebody like Bubba said earlier, when in a position like he's in, uh, if he goes rogue, uh, you have to kind of take it serious. Yeah, um, yeah, he's probably still got a lot of connections. You know, the scary thing to me, and I think this is another point that uh, Senator Tuberville had tried to point out, when we rubber stamp these promotions uh, of these people to general and <clears throat> these high-ranking officials without actually looking at the type of people they are, I mean, you've got a guy that's a far leftist here who was head of this. I mean, we, we don't need that. We no, don't need that. No. I don't want that. Uh, to Todd in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Todd, go ahead. Hey, I just wanted to say that someone's effectiveness can be measured by the veracity of your opponent's attack. Sure. Yeah, that's so true. And, and sometimes that's one of the best uh, resume builders you can have. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Thanks. Thank, thank you, man. Sam in Tuscaloosa. Sam, go ahead. Hey, guys. I love the show. Y'all doing great. Thank you, buddy. Uh, uh, I, I hear Bubba, but I just can't find him on the show. Where's okay. he at today? <laughs> All right. Uh, remember, we banned that joke way back years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm not in the woods. That's, I'm sitting in front of a giant right. wheel with colors he's, on it. He's not wearing a pattern that blends into the back of the studio like the wheel of meat. His, his pattern is not wheel of meat. Uh, is that but, John Cena? <laughs> <laughs> no, in this case, it's John No Cena. Oh, 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 watch out! Hey-o! <laughs> All right, so we, we have a couple of things uh, that happened yesterday uh, with everything that's going on in the Middle East and how many times have we all said that in our lives? Hey, have you seen what's happening in the Middle East? Um, well, this one is is a biggie and, and one of the biggest. Um, so... You start getting into this uh, uh, bizarre, uh, I, I don't want to be, I want to support the Palestinians, but somehow I can support them without supporting Hamas. I, I don't know that you can, uh, and it's okay just to, to speak negatively about Hamas. I mean, that, that'd be fine. You, you, you don't have to. Uh, uh, there's certainly uh, good people who are Palestinian, and uh, on, on, and we understand that. But uh, Hamas is the one who puts them in danger, and, and organizations like that—they're they're terrorists. Bottom line. Uh, so anyway, uh, interesting. You know, Black Lives Matter—they—they they have not had a very good uh, PR campaign uh, when everybody started discovering that they squandered millions of dollars that a lot of you sent out of the goodness of your heart because you thought you were making a statement only to give them millions of dollars that they squandered on homes and, and on themselves and uh, the corruption that we have found uh, in the organization, not the sentiment, but the organization Black Lives Matter. Uh, I don't know how much more we have to know. Well, this doesn't help. Uh, here's a photo of Black Lives Matter, the Chicago uh, chapter, uh, and they put this out yesterday. They literally used the image of one of the, 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 the Hamas terrorists parachuting in and coming in on these uh, personal aircraft uh, and slaughtering people with the Palestinian flag and Black Lives Matter Chicago puts out, and they're not, this is not us, we're just putting what they put out, I stand with Palestine. Unbelievable. So, uh, so they've made that very, very clear. I, I don't know whether they don't, um, 
I don't know if they understand the tone that's out there right now, or maybe they don't know the room. You ever heard they know the room? Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I don't know, because they call themselves Black Lives Matter, if we just continue to give them a pass on everything they've done and they continue to do. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I don't I don't think that means that I'm anti-black people to call an organization like this corrupt and disagree with some of the things <laughs> they're saying. Uh, but, uh, but I, this, I, I just don't under, why, why would you even do that? I don't know. This is their statement that went along with that. Yeah. This is, this is from BM, BLM Los Angeles. We too understand what it means to be surveilled, dehumanized, property seized, families separated, and our uh, people criminalized and slaughtered with impunity, locked up in droves. And when we, and when we resist, they call us terrorists. So you're comparing yourselves no. to the people of Hamas who paratrooped in and just slaughtered civilians at music festivals and killed babies? That's who you're comparing yourself to? Yeah, I would tell Black Lives Matter this. I, I understand what you're trying to say, but if any people of any ethnicity attacked a music festival and slaughtered a people in cold blood, any of us would be called terrorists. Uh, I, and so I probably would not compare myself to terrorists Mm-mm. saying that if you were to do this behavior, somehow it would be justified. Um, I, I, I just think that's a dumb, dumb statement. Uh, and, uh, and it really comes off as, uh, is well, as dark. It really does. Yes. Uh, and, and I mean that in an evil way. So, uh, so now let's talk about Rashida. Uh, and how do you say her last name? Talib. Talib. Can, can I yeah. ask you this too? Yeah. Speaking of that, um, I've noticed there doesn't seem to be a large black population in Palestine. Right. No, no there really isn't. Have you ever noticed that? No, there isn't. And, and zero gay people. Yeah, Rashida Talib yeah. also does not seem to understand Hamas very well or or the Palestinian uh, plight. She tries to have an LBGTQ flag and a Palestinian flag outside her office, and I don't know how to break that to her. I don't. I think those two are mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, you, you know, you, we we saw some of the LBGTQ community protesting, saying they stand with Palestine uh, over the weekend, and you know, we talked about it. The the uh, caption under the picture was, "Who's going to break it to them?" Yeah, you know. Yeah. Right. So uh, here she is being asked by a Fox business reporter, could she just at least condemn, unfortunately, and this is very, very sensitive, and I understand that, and it's hard to hear, and if you have children, I'll give you some time to dial away, but um, because this is going to be a difficult thing to listen to. But one of the things, unfortunately, that's being reported that the Israeli soldiers found when they went to the area where the terrorists had attacked uh, they found uh, a number of babies that were slaughtered and even some beheaded. Uh, so she's going to ask her, can you at least condemn that? Uh, and and you'll see there'll be no comment. So here we go. Terrorists have um, cut off babies' heads and burned children alive. Do you support Israel's rights to defend themselves against this brutality? We're just going to go through here. You can't comment about Hamas terrorists chopping off babies' heads? Not a word. Nothing. Congresswoman, do you have a comment on Hamas terrorists talking about the heads? <laughs> Unbelievable. Why would you have nothing to say about Hamas terrorists talking about the heads? Nothing. I think it would be okay to at least just stop and say, obviously, I don't condone that kind of behavior. Um, I, I, of course, uh, have a heart for the plight of a lot of Palestinian people. 
There's things I don't agree with that have taken place between the Israelis and the Palestinians. But I want to go on record right now that the behavior that, that is being reported uh, that was done by Hamas, I cannot endorse that. Right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, pretty but, much. I mean, that, you, you can say that, can't you? Uh, There's all kinds of things that's resurfacing. A, a 2010 in a, uh, back and forth between um, uh, at a college campus uh, between David is at Horowitz uh, and, and a, a college student that was a radical college student at University of California, San Diego. He asked similar questions back in 2010. Can, will you, condu- you know, condemn Hamas? And she wouldn't do it. And her, her example, her, her reasoning for that is because if, if, if I say something's wrong with them, then I'm putting my life in jeopardy. It's, it's kind of weird how they see things. Of course, she was wearing a terrorist uh, you know, uh, shirt or, or, or scarf or something like that. They had a, a pretty, pretty intense exchange back and forth. But is that why she's Tlaib won't respond? Does she think that if I respond uh, and, and she say, put herself in danger uh, from terrorists? I, I don't I, know. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure it well, out. Why not just come just, out and say, of course I, I condemn that. Yeah. She sympathizes with them. She yeah. sympathizes with the with the Hamas. It's it's it's, well, it's she has sickening. To, if 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 she can't respond to come that, on, Rick, Rick said it best. If you can't separate the two and simply answer the question, then you're hmm. walking in the Capitol building right. yeah. and and you're being asked this question and you can't stop and go, you daggum right, I I, I well, condemn it. Well, and and we've talked about this a lot. What Good what's happening? Night. You know, there's two different approaches, and we've talked about it a lot. There's jihad, which is what you saw with the terrorists and the slaughtering indiscriminately of of people who are israelis and then you have fada which is you get into the communities uh you get on the city council then you then you run for infiltrate and then you infiltrate and you take over the government the local government the state government and then you get involved in the federal government and we just let this go on and and we're we're kind of naive on some of it because everybody wants to be liked and and the, the the terrorist groups they use this everybody wants to be like uh, against you, and sometimes you have to be a little less naive uh, about what is going on around you, um, and, um, and and just like the fact that somehow that fundamental Islamists are 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 also pro LGBTQ that just isn't true. No. I mean uh, the. the <laughs> The, the the way that is seen in their eyes versus even Christians, it's night and day. Do Christians say that you we must all of us repent of all sin? Yes. Do they say that homosexuality is sin? Yes. Are is anyone going to kill you and remove you from the community if you don't? No. Uh, will you be eradicated from the community? No. Uh, you know, so as opposed to the, taking it, you to the nearest uh, high rise and throwing you off, right? It, yes, it's it's like, and you can tell that they're. It's that, almost like they see the right in this country, right, supporting Israel, so they feel like they have to be for the right. other side. They don't even know what they're actually supporting. When when Talib puts an LBGTQ flag by her Palestinian flag. One of them is there just for show. And I hope you're wise enough to know which one it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so a couple of things. Uh, You know, it's interesting that MSNBC continues to air uh, the comments of Jonathan Greenblatt, uh, uh, the Anti-Defamation League, served with Obama. Uh, And he has uh, been, as we heard yesterday, very, very outspoken 
against the attacks of Hamas on uh, the people of, of Israel that were just you know going through a music festival and and all of that. But uh, and uh, and he is calling on the university presidents because there there have been some um, you know some of the universities and their response to to this has been. Not surprising to me because no, of how no. liberal some of these universities are, but but he calls them out, and, and here he is. And this is on MSNBC. Here we go. But where are the university presidents who gave clear statements about all these other causes that mattered? It, Black Lives Matter. Stop AAPI hate. It matters. Stand for Ukraine. It matters. Why are they silent on dead Jews? Why... Why is my inbox empty with messages from CEOs, from major religious movements? Why? Where are they? Hmm. Well, you, you know, when it comes to this particular conflict, you usually see, now there's exceptions, a lot of times you see the ones that, uh, that he's naming, <clears throat> you might get them to put the Palestinian flag up, but to get them to put uh, the Star of David up is, is a little tougher. It's a tougher road. It's not mm. happening. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's a tougher road. Uh, you know, Ukrainian flags all over our, our Instagram. Star of David, hard to find. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, and there is a disdain and there is an attack against the Hebrew people from a biblical standpoint that we, with a biblical yeah, worldview. It's, it's supernatural. It's supernatural. Yeah. Uh, it is. It, it is the fact that they are, are so special to God uh, also makes them a target to be hated by the adversary of God. And he has been trying to eradicate them for a long, long time. So, uh, so there is a supernatural um, thing going on here that if, if you don't understand it, you, you can't really follow all this. Uh, but, and, and I don't know if, whether he does or he doesn't. But, uh, and then, Bub, of course, you know this always happens. Uh, I know we sent we sent one. Now we've uh, I've seen yesterday we're sending another aircraft carrier to kind of like you said to me yesterday, and I think you're probably right that this is just kind of a nobody else get involved warning from us. We're, we're going to get out here and and not uh, to let it escalate not any to let further it escalate than it needs to into a world yeah. war, which. Mm, you know, at some point it does. I don't know if yep. it's this time or not. Uh, but Iran, uh, Iran has issued a stark <clears throat> warning to Israel and to us. Uh, so, so here, here is that. Sorry, the, the information is just flowing in as I speak to you. The Iran foreign ministry has said any foolish Israeli action against Iran will be met with a devastating response. We're already facing a war between Gaza and Israel, and now we're getting threats like that. Your response? Well, the Americans or American officials have been threatening Iran as well. And I think that the Americans know quite well that they've already bitten off more than they can chew in Ukraine, in East Asia with China. The United States and its allies are on the decline. They, they're not the powers that they were 30, 40 years ago. The Israeli regime is in no position to threaten Iran because the Israeli regime cannot even destroy the Palestinian people. But the United States, if it does something foolish, then it will be expelled from the region. The United States is very vulnerable. And the price of fuel will go through the roof. It will destroy the Western economies. 
You remember when we were talking about how important it was for us to use our own resources? <laughs> and, self-sufficient. and not and yeah. not, not we were exporting stuff around the world. Yeah, how's does that there, looking? Does everybody remember we were tapping into our own oil to Bubba's point to the guy's point? We were producing more than Saudi Arabia. Right. Okay. So we wouldn't have to depend right. on people that at any moment could declare us their enemy and cut yeah. us off. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Good gracious. Yeah, but I'm sure the electric cars will will save the day sooner uh, sooner or later. Yeah, except uh, our enemies also control the key components we need to make that. Sure, because they're yeah. made with petroleum as well. But mm. anyway, uh, so yeah, Iran's going to do this. They're threatening. And, and listen, the, the, how the world sees us right now, and it is true, they see us as weak. Yep, yep. They're saying Israel can only be so strong with a weak America. Their allies are on the decline. Yeah. Look, I, I hope it does not happen. Hear me loud and clear. I hope it does not happen. But if you're Xi right now, you have to say that let's go get Taiwan. I mean, what what's anybody going to do to us? Yeah. Uh, I know right. we said that we'll defend them, but I, I don't think. Yeah, he, we're under treaty. I don't. Man. I don't think he fears us. Would you fear us right now? We look about like our president when he's speaking. Yeah. And. Uh, I mean, we, we, we've got a former general today that's more angry with Tommy Tuberville than he is at our enemies. Yeah, we're more concerned with, uh, you know, getting our pronouns right and not offending anybody than we are actually building weapons that can win wars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I don't know, uh, you know, at some point the entire Middle East does go against Israel and yep. they will win a supernatural war again, and that would include without our help. Is this it building? I don't know. I have no idea, but I do know at some point that is going to happen. Uh, and 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 no one else really knows either. Mm-mm. But but when you when you look at uh, at the, uh, you know, as, as our Lord and Savior said, the birth pangs are going to be pretty obvious to you. I don't yeah, know. Remember, I, Biden sold off a lot of our oil reserve. You know, trying to get the prices down before mm-hmm. the elections. We yeah. term, remember. Yeah. Hey, thanks. And we haven't been able to replace them because the price is so high. Yeah. That looks good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, what do you say? Atta kid. You can't even. Hey, wanna go champ? Come on. I will say this. I know he was mean, and you might not have liked his tweets, but nobody was moving against us when Trump was in. Nope. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, do you, we'll, we'll talk about, Bubba, I know last night you were, you were trying to remind us uh, that, that uh, something that people planned their whole days around, Tuesday night football. And, uh, you know, so, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, is, it is weird. But Nothing it, says football like a Tuesday. But, but, it, but it is kind of good to have a game to watch, you no, know, unless, unless you're the ones having to get up and go to work. Right, yeah. Well, one of the things, but for Conference USA, it's yeah. great because no. they get national exposure. No, no. And uh, no, no doubt. The, uh, the Jack State Gamecocks were hosting Liberty University last night it was a big game i'd planned not to go and then the hot caught up late Whoa. in the day yesterday and uh and i got a call from todd and and todd jones and friend of the show and we were talking about it and hunter decided he wanted to go right and but i was just dead yesterday yeah. so i just can't i can't. just can't make it yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna actually make an adult decision for a change and, and did you right almost thing. go almost went I was putting my shoes on to go at one time. You would have regretted that. It's all the surround Pat McAfee. And uh, so um, (laughs) we finally, uh, he went, and I I, I just watched it on TV. And uh, it looked great on TV, by the way. 
uh, your dad's stadium looked great. <laughs> well, it's not my dad's stadium. <laughs> it's this bird. I do, no I do like you continue to say yeah, that. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he's the only one to ever win a national championship there. Well, probably. Um, and now, since they've gone to yeah, this, probably this, not, Division probably One, there ain't going to be another one. But, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, what, what looks like it could be an outstanding rivalry in years to come in Conference USA, Liberty and Jack State. Right. Uh, Liberty came in. They uh, they defeated Jack State last night. They scored 14 points in the fourth quarter to ice the game, 31-13. It was tied at halftime, yeah. and uh, it was a very good game. And uh, hey, Liberty's got a good team. They're six and zero. They're yeah. bowl eligible now. Yep. And um, Freeze left them in good condition. Yeah, they've got boy. They yeah. got a line. They got an offensive line. It's impressive. I don't understand why he couldn't get them in the transfer portal. We go to Auburn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not sure Auburn could beat them right now. Um, <laughs> So it's um, it, they did a great job. Congratulations it, to Liberty, and I think it's going to be a great rivalry in the future. I always wanted this about Liberty. Uh, I'm oh looking boy. at their emblem. There's <laughs> oh an boy. eagle's head, but they're the flames. Yeah. Neither. What is that? I don't know, Greg. That's a good question. You could you would simple have to Google ask them. probably. Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious. It, it's is it's it one year I thought they were the Eagles, and also I looked on their jersey and said flames. Well, Greg, the 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 Crimson Tide. I'm mad about they it. have an elephant. <laughs> I guess you know. That's different. Do y'all is it? But, I don't know. How's that different? Well, because Liberty they ain't been around that long. Liberty, Liberty. You're saying that you can do that as long as you. But <laughs> yeah, gotta be, you got to go way back for all that elephant. Well, let talk. me ask you this: <laughs> Were they were they always the flames? I don't know. I think they changed that Did at some they? point. They I think added they were the, something else. They added know. the eagle later because Liberty, Freedom, America. Yeah. Well, won't you just be the Eagles? Here we go. That's a good well, point. Well, they were already the, the flames. flames. Well, when they started it, why didn't they just go, I, we're Eagles? I remember Jack State playing them when they first started playing yeah, football. Yeah, this wasn't. I mean, and, uh, this hadn't been. Just, this was not their first trip to Burgess Snow. So. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, but, Jack State beat them by about 50 points when really? Ed Lett was their quarterback. Yeah, that's a long one. Yeah, that, that was. Long, they that, were. I didn't think they were. They didn't have football then, didn't they? Yeah, they just started. I don't remember them having football then. Oh wow! That, what, they did it disgusting. one time, and then I it mean, went. I, then it go away, and then they brought it back. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. But they, they got a good program. Now. Sure, they had the big tight end to play it. for the Steelers. It came from there. Yeah. I just remember that. But I thought it was newer than that. <laughs> but that's going to be a anyway. Good I was just wondering what that's about. Yeah, it's flames isn't a good one anyway. It's a flaming eagle. Who would want to be the flames? Were were they the flames? Was this some sort of uh, a nod to the Holy Spirit? Maybe. In the beginning? Probably. A fire? Probably. Look, it's an eagle with a flame on it. Yeah. Uh, Initially, in 1980, when they added the eagle, it was holding a torch, so that... Make There's always been a flame flame tie in there, yeah. Can anybody tell me the origin of the flame? Is it the Holy Spirit? Originally, they were the Flamers, but then they had to change that because of the meaning change yeah. in society. Yeah, society. Yeah, that's, uh, that is, that is, that, that that's that is true. That's yeah. a bad funny. Joke. Yeah. Anybody else going, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty? Yeah. Liberty. <laughs> I was just wondering. Liberty. Liberty. Different Liberty. I thought they was Eagles, and I looked and had flames on their shirt. Uh, I'll tell you what they so were. I'll tell you what they were. It's 31-13. Hey, they were they were tough running that ball in the fourth quarter. I tell you that, yeah, and then, and then can cute. pass too, good. and can pass too, yeah. and run. So yeah. you you got all kind of threats there. So where where do you land on the new uniforms last night for Jack State? I think that game caused a little cartoonish. What? Bubba, I, I, 
Well, don't, don't get he, him going. Bubba has a hard time being negative about anything involving yeah. Jack. And he just well, it's because I, I do. I love Jack State. Yeah, well, you don't have to be, but well, you didn't mean that you can have an opinion well, we on this do. when and they well, change your them. opinion. Probably it, means a lot. Let me say, like absolutely. Let me probably this. listen. I live to you. there. I'm yeah, taking guidance, Bubba. <laughs> Doctor Bussy, they're probably <laughs> yeah. taking guidance from you. <laughs> okay. Uh, the gamecock we saw on the helmet last night was one that we used to have in the 1970s. Correct. I remember and seeing it, looked, it on the cover of the uh, program. Clear and and on the program. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I don't have a problem with that gamecock. I think it's funny, and I think it's a a a good gamecock compared to some of the gamecocks we see out there. Um, I I didn't I didn't not like the uniforms. I, I thought they were yeah, they're they very good. catchy. They look good. On, they look good on TV. Look. Yeah. But here's, but you know me, Rick. You I don't like messing with. It, I don't I like messing with my unis when I'm winning. Okay, if I'm trying to turn around something, fine. If I'm trying to do some kind of stunt because I have no hope of winning, fine. Uh, I just don't like when you're you're rolling and you're winning, changing it. I, it's just me, and I'm, I'm sorry. I'll, this I'm going to say something that I think may be surprising, but then not surprising. You ever had those things where it actually you can be surprised, but not surprised all at the same time? I know it sounds like they're mutually exclusive, but it can happen. Right. So speaking of it, called Burgess Snow Stadium, when Greg and I, our dad, was hired to be the coach there, Jacksonville State, which Bubba just mentioned, had had some heydays in the 70s, some really good football teams. Oh, yeah? Okay. So, Charlie Pell, Clark, you may feel. Yeah. So when dad took over the program, the program was down. It right. had, had fallen. And the coaches who had been coaching during that bad era changed the uniform from the 70s. Right. And they had a bunch of wild, different versions of it. And Bill Burgess came on the scene and Thank says, you. Thank you. I want to get back in the uniform, and I, I can't. I can't say what he said exactly. <laughs> he said, "No, this was right after slapping hands that were holding in, right. the, yeah. in the huddle." Yeah, right? he, he first of all went out there and he saw the team holding hands in the huddle, and he broke that like Red Rover. <laughs> and he said, "If you got to hold hands to show solidarity in a collision sport, we got problems." Yeah. If, it, if, it, if, you, if you, he said, "There'll be no holding hands out here on the team." So the next thing he said is he said, I want to go back to the uniform that Jacksonville State kicked ass in. Greg, you beat the wrong word. You beat kick. <laughs> That's good. Get a little quick with the buzzer. That's what he said. That's not a bad That's what he said. It's in the Bible. Beast of Bird. Not a bad You beat the wrong word. That means the wrong word. I love it. So the funny. number of times. I'm glad you wouldn't be even something worse. I know. If <laughs> Tom, this is why we need a second dump button. Do you remember? Let me tell you all this. The good news is we were literally in the break saying, can we do something light this next segment? Oh, um, you got it. You got it. Bubba, if you knew how many times that has almost happened, I knew eventually it would. But anyway. so it wasn't worse. So he wanted to go tell back. Him. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would never. I would never chance that because those words are gone now. Uh, there's still some words hanging around. Apparently, that one of them. Yeah, but that's I, not. Right. But I will say that. Uh, I will say that he said. He said to Bubba's point. We're going back to the uniform we won in. We're going back to the uniform yeah. that we were good in. Yeah, and I, I, they did. And they did. And and of course they should have probably stayed with that uniform. I don't. But, uh, I don't. I'm not big on home whites. You know how I feel about no, home whites. And uh, but I thought it was good. I, I thought the the. Uh, <laughs> 
the the Gamecock. He's a little cartoony, but that's fine. But but he's a classic. I mean, that, I Alabama Power might as well bring back Ready Kilowatt. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. Well, but it was a throwback. I don't really mind no, any of I that. Didn't mind. But, I thought but, it was a good looking uniform. But Bubba's point of I don't really like Hell's this constant it. changing. It's I not bought even, a hat with it, it on it yesterday. What, what I'm saying is I, I really that. like their normal uniforms, and I like the white pants. I'll be honest with you. I like the all white. Oh yeah. When you're in the visitor. Oh yeah. Yeah, Greg, the red helmet. Greg, you don't have to be a what Rick said about it. <laughs> also, we were we were on a, on. Well, I would say a lighter note. I mean, this woman has has passed away, but she's a hundred four. Um, really careful here. The, well, the headline the headline reads, you know, they try to get us with headlines, and I understand that. Clickbait. Tell me what you think when you hear this headline: Chicago woman, one hundred and four. Dies after uh, days after attempting world's oldest skydive record. Now you have to catch the word days there, but when you first see it, yeah, you, know, you think she, you think that, she's that, that her second Mercury. attempt to skydive, and you think the attempt to be the oldest woman to ever skydive mm-hmm. took her life, but but it didn't. Uh, they they she she completed this at a hundred and four years old. Mm-hmm. And then they said Which, e- that is amazing. By the way, even left uh, this tandem jump on I'll a walk. Watch walker. him say it right now. Yeah, use it. Much better than they did. I knew Greg present. was going to say it. I knew much Greg was going to say it. They did say. So that's how you did it. They they put her on the ground much more gingerly than they did George uh, H. Bush. They, oh, yeah. my they, they face they planted. Drug they him. face planted face and then drug him. Drug right. him. Yeah, right. I mean, that yeah. They leaned hard. back a little bit on this one. Yeah, oh, he he dropped this um, perfect. Yeah, but she <clears throat> went. She went home and died, but it was not tied to the skydive. Rick, she didn't go home and days. Die. A few days. Later. I, I know, but she did this on October. If she the skydives, would she have died that week? Well, I mean, if here's she did. the thing: if, if she, she didn't do the skydive, all I want to know. That's all I want to know. It, if she probably sensed that that this was coming, she wanted to do this. Yeah, she did it and at a hundred and did it again at one hundred four to be the oldest one to ever yeah. do it. So I mean, she she went out doing something she enjoyed. Look, Look on the that. way down, her face doesn't have any wrinkles in it. Great. Yeah, it blows it back like that. Yeah, right. we got it, Greg. Right, she looks you, happy. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't think she she can't keep from smiling, Bubba. The wind's blowing her mouth yeah, open. I don't think she's really smiling. I mean, it's uh, is that but, goggles? Does she have? Yeah, she I think she's horrified. Well, she no. no, she she wanted to do it. So the so so she probably would have made it to 105 in December if she had not skydived. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Doesn't say. Does they it? said she was going to hit 105 in December? So yeah. close, man. But if she wanted to do Did this. That that's probably you? that that attitude's what kept her alive. So, you know. Did that hurry it up? I don't know. I don't kind of fake when I like when I saw it, I thought she attempted to be the oldest, and the skydive killed her. That's I what know, I that's thought. Exactly. Right. When you, <laughs> you see the headline, that's I, what you think. I, I'm reading into something. You don't. You're not wishing it would have happened that way, are you? No, no, no. For the show, I think that's a better story. Uh, and but, when you read I, the headline, it can, you can take it that way. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's that what I you know. Well, gosh, in a perfect world, that's what would have happened. I'm not saying that. It's actually an imperfect world that would have done that. Probably but, not a great idea for her to be. But if out. if I'm looking at a story, I'm just being honest. As the host yeah. of a talk show, if I pull over a headline that says Chicago woman 104 uh, completes the uh, is the oldest person to ever skydive. And then I then I go okay that's kind of interesting and I put that down, but see they put something in there dies days after. Well, see yeah, like when, was she injured when I first saw that she knocked I thought, loose. But now now this will be a talk show host. Mm, here we go. Woman attempts to be the oldest skydiver <laughs> loses life uh, attempting to be the oldest skydiver ever. And so if you were 104 and the skydive took you out 
as you were attempting to be the oldest skydiver. I don't wish that, but no. if you're asking me, is that a better story mm-hmm. yeah. as far as the show, I have to say it is. And and I'm, I'm and not, the subtitle I, is her last words were Geronimo. There you go. Yes. Oh, you know, yeah. Jumping in. Uh, but I'm not saying that I prefer that, and I'm not saying. No, you're right. And I know it's uncomfortable to say what I'm saying, and I hear myself saying it, and I don't even like it myself. She said mm-hmm. she likes to. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. That's good, bro. So, are you are she you wanting her? her are you wanting her to pass away on the free fall after she pulls the parachute, or as she lands? It doesn't matter. But no, if, apparently it does. When it said well, days later than the headline, yeah. I thought it meant not she as, got injured. Not as a few days later, yeah, lands and then dies, or because well, really she pulled it off, and like Bubba said, she pulled <clears> it off and did a. You know, she she pulled a George. I, I'm I'm going out as the oldest skydiver ever. <laughs> And, of course, I've, we've said this a lot of times. People see they don't even get to say she died doing what she loved because she lived, actually. She did. So she actually lived doing what she loved. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. Briefly. <clears throat> but that doesn't punch as much, does it? Well, I mean. Huh? I, I know that you probably saw this story, too. Uh, uh, one of America's heroes. I mean, have you ever met anyone that doesn't like Mary Lou Retton? Rick, what is there not to love about Mary Lou Retton? Olympic hero. Yeah, Olympic, Olympic hero. Won the all-round. Right. And she, uh, she unfortunately, her daughter has announced, and she's uh, wanting it to go out everywhere, and I see all the news uh, platforms carrying this today because she wants uh, the world, uh, people of faith, to pray for her mother. Uh, Mary Lou Retton's daughter says she's fighting for her life, uh, battling a rare form of pneumonia. Wow. And uh, and she's not doing well, unfortunately. Yeah. Can't breathe on her own. and. Yeah. Uh, it just sounds like a bad deal. She, uh, she's fifty five years old. Fifty five. So, uh, so that is uh, something that we all can join. Uh, the daughter praying for Mary Lou Retton. Uh, that she's she... been in ICU over a week now. Mm, so. Wow, sad stuff. Uh, and pneumonia. You know, they said a rare form too. I don't know what they mean by that, but uh, that you know, pneumonia can be trouble. And obviously, so uh, so that's an update. Also, uh, speaking of another Olympic hero, Riley Gaines. Uh, protesters taken into custody. Keep in mind of why people are protesting Riley Gaines. I mean, yeah. I just, just, I mean, just really <laughs> that she thinks yeah. girls ought to be in girls' sports. Yeah, right? yeah. how dare you? Deal. I mean, uh, and that if you were a male, how offensive? You may have an advantage. This is considered <laughs> a controversial view. Yeah, uh, I, by and, who, by who? Yeah, so they were detained Liberals by writing the story yeah they were detained by police on tuesday at penn state mm-hmm. uh and they caused a disturbance they don't during her, her speech uh and said uh, they were they, they, they went over to the uh, a table on campus where Gaines was expected to attend mm-hmm. uh for the real women's day rally and uh, you see some idiot knocking objects off the table like that uh, right there with the walking stick yeah, and we're uh, at a remote. That person comes to our table and starts slinging stuff around, mm-hmm. and another one turns the table over. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Ready to go? Uh, I, we we got a problem. I, man. I likely go to jail. Well, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. refer to what Rick said earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Let me, wait a minute. I'll tell you, but I'll dump it. Right. <laughs> Rick, uh, Rick you, you know I get very sensitive when it comes to broadcast equipment. Yes, that's you right. Do. I love it. I yes, like uh, that. Let yeah. me tell you. Uh, you, you've crossed the line now. And cassette deck. Right. <laughs> Get no popcorn. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to say this again. We are living in a time that, that's saying that there are only two genders, and the genders are equal in value but beautifully distinct, and there there are things that the male has been given, if, if you believe what we believe, by the creator of the universe or if you believe by evolution, however you think we all got here, mm. that – 
all of us, if we can walk and chew gum, understand that the two genders exist and we understand that they're beautifully distinct. Now, you would be wrong to say that one is more valuable than the other, but there are beautiful differences, and one of those would include muscle math, strength, and Riley Gaines is pointing out and keeps pointing out that she is a world-class swimmer in the women's division. She said her own husband is middle of the pack in the male division, and she can't beat him swimming. And and she says, so it's, it's not fair for biological males to compete against biological females. Understand what we're saying. She's not even saying that if you want to identify whatever you want to identify and do whatever you want to do in your private life, she's not even saying you shouldn't be allowed to do that. No. She's saying on the on the field of competition, the identity that you have adopted, we we can't all play in the same game. Uh, it doesn't work. You can you can you can live your life identifying as the gender opposite of your biology, but there are limits to what you can and can't do for the sake of other people. I say and, that guy right there showed amazing restraint because after that one flipped the table over, I believe I'd have flipped her. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it had just been a reflex. Well, the, and the audio is just riddled with profanity. Yeah. Uh, uh, is they're, they're coming in trying to say, don't he's touch. He's trying to tell them to go on. Yeah. Say. Don't touch me. And what? then they want to come in and turn everything right over. There. And then when they try to yeah. push mm-hmm. them away, it's don't touch me. Don't put your hands on me. And it's like, well, then what, talking who, to a mask. Who, who, who gives you the right to come in right. here and, and just totally, Make a mess yeah, of what we've got, it. and then you tell me, "Don't touch me." Yeah, Are you that, kidding me? Yeah, that's I'm not supposed to stand here and let you dump the table over. Yeah, and then the police officer comes over to our friend in the sweater here, and she says to the police officer, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" Uh, and then the other guy that was also arrested. Thought he was being sharp by saying, "Am I being? De- are we being detained? Are we being detained?" And the police officer's like, "No, you're actually being arrested. We have cause. This isn't a yeah. a vague mm-hmm. or gray situation. Mm-hmm. Y'all are under arrest." Yeah. So it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, you don't get to choose if you're right. touched or not after you have turned over somebody's yeah. table. Yeah. This and guy then, goes, "Are sorry, we being Missy. detained? Are we being detained? Oh, yes, Mr. Lawyer, you are." Yeah. And then when they're at the uh, the police cruiser at, right here. They're like, what are they being arrested for? What's the charge? And he said, disorderly conduct to start. In other words, yeah. there's more. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just to start. That's a that. charge. Do so y'all yeah, find it hilarious that they act like they're so fearless and so cutting edge while wearing a Walgreens mask? Like that's yeah. going <laughs> yeah. like to protect them from anything. Um, <laughs> that one with the cane had a plastic shield across her face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you and, and, they, and they actually have the audacity to use the word phobic. Against yeah, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Look, go out. You can protest. Go on the other side. Leave sure. these people alone. Yeah, you, you don't have, have your, to agree but, with but me. But see, you're interfering with their right to their free speech. But now, so you lose yours. Yeah, as far as men and women competing, there are exceptions. Adler's jiu-jitsu stores, we've heard those. He sure. has been beat by women. Right. Yeah, but right. Yeah, there's sometimes but, that it, it doesn't make that much of a difference. I haven't right. been beat by any woman. I've never been beat by a woman. You, you told never us lost. You have. Hey, you I've never wanna, lost. You want to take that back? I've never, I've never said, you, I've never tapped to a woman. I've never tapped. Let's move on. Gosh, to a woman. On. I'm, so trying to, to, I'm trying to dump, but not trying to, to brag here. Can we go to commercial but break? A woman has never tapped my beep. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh man. Uh, Y'all are wrong about that. And, you and, told us it was close. You told us that. I thought you told us that. But never have I tapped. No, they, you they came went, in one day, said that that you lost some points. Remember, they had left and it was closed. That's they, a, that is, yeah, you're just bar. making stuff up now. Remember the arm bar? <laughs> you're just making stuff up. He told us that I, I he thought, lost. I do. I have never said. Well, why do the females oh, keep calling you out then? Because I'm gentle. 
<laughs> okay. It's called restraint, Greg. Try try using That's some. true. You you try to hold back. <laughs> yes. I get it. I use technique, not strength. Do they do points it's there? Do they do points? I possess it. They you do learn points. to fight so you won't have to. In tournaments there is a people there, there are people scoring points, but if you're just rolling Who's and drilling, so you then you don't do points. You've now come back as a points. somewhat of a Brazilian jiu-jitsu revisionist and you're saying the fact that they never got me to tap out that we don't know whether they really beat me or not. Yes. And that's just in the sparring <laughs> at, at practice. That's yeah, just sparring in practice. I've yeah. never competed against Wendy. Okay. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Just for but those that don't know. You haven't competed that much, though, right? I've only competed once, and it was against all dudes. Okay. Mm-hmm. If, right. George, if George Webby had scored you in these practice matches. This is about matches. trans activists going crazy. Okay. This is not about. Okay. This has nothing to do with me. Right, right. right. Well, you well, can blame Male female competition against each other. I thought it did. I'm anti dudes competing with women, for real. I. I've never been like, oh, let me roll with that girl. They pick me because I'm good looking. I'm strong. I got a six pack. There's a lot going on in here. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So, as How are y'all in Creed? Y'all like Creed? Them. I got tired of hearing them. One of those, they played so much, I got sick of it. Okay. No, I but don't. I did like them. I don't, I like I don't them. a lot. I don't know much about them. I didn't get in the Creed thing. Well, you know, uh, Major League Baseball playoffs are on, and the Texas Rangers that came out that they listened to Creed in the locker room before every game. Really? I don't know. It just happened. So last why. night, they put out the Orioles and won, uh, and so they were playing Creed throughout the, the stadium or whatever, and and I forgot about them. No, they, they got some songs I like. I confused yeah. Creed with Nickelback. Really? Uh, yeah, it's it's close. It I, is. I yeah, agree. I, I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. I to Same era. When I was a kid, I loved Creed. Cause it was like Did you it was like fire? yeah, it was pseudo Christian, <laughs> kind of like pseudo like pseudo Christian rock band. So I was like, yeah, they're Christian. I'm, I love it. What if? What if? You know that whole thing. But now my friends and I actually make fun of Creed, and the I knew fact it. that it's ha- they're having this huge resurgence, I knew it. is funny. So we jokingly like rock out to Creed and stuff like okay, that. Okay, so I don't have that wrong because I was just about to say because I didn't, I wasn't really staying with current music when they became big. And so, so it is true that I'm not imagining that there was also an era of you had to be ashamed of liking Creed, and everybody everybody made fun of Creed. Mm-hmm. Why, why was that? Because if you go back and listen and to Nickelback it, Nickelback same one. It's, Nickel, yeah. it's pretty corn. It's a little corny. Is that what it was? Also, it, it became corny to like Creed. Yes, yeah, Scott Stapp is a very corny front man. Also. Mm. Uh, that one time that they played before, I think y'all were even there when Creed played before the Super Bowl, and there's like a the dude, flying guy, yeah, the flying guy, yeah. and, and uh, Scott Stapp's wearing wearing the Cowboys jersey, and he's got his '90s hair rocking. You know, yeah. it's just incredibly '90s. Uh, if you go back and watch their videos or, or any of their public appearances, it's really dated, and so it's it's just a fun thing to make of make fun of from your middle school. <laughs> for me, middle but school. But is days. it now mod again to like them? Well, to jokingly like them, yeah, yes, yeah, okay. yeah. Because with the Rangers, apparently they were going through some mid-season slump mm-hmm. or whatever, and somebody played higher in the locker room, mm-hmm. and they all started singing, goofing off, whatever. They won, and then it turned things around. So now they're like, okay, it's this is a pregame ritual kind of thing, and and then they were playing in the stadium. The whole stadium was was singing it. Yes, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I like rock 
sounding music more than I like pop sounding music. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like Creed and Nickelback, and it was just the age yeah, I was yeah. at the time. It's almost like, have you ever been somewhere and somebody comes over and there's different things to eat and they say, would you like some of this? You just go, no, thank you. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you're, you're not against it. You're just yeah. not really, in, if you're not in the mood for right. it. Right. I don't know that I should even tell you this. Here it comes. Um, my walk-up song in college was Creed's One. That's a good song. Okay, that like is a good song. song. Now, oh, it, there was some, are we okay with that? I, I, that's made, I, that made I, me I wore, my favorite song. I wore number that. one. And so that yeah, was the reason that, that, I, yeah. that I picked that. Yeah. And so no, I like good. that song. Did you like Creed? Yeah, I did. Okay. I do. But I like Nickelback. Right. And unashamedly so. You, you yeah, never I went through you like never went through the embarrassing no, time with no, them? No, I think the people that say that just right. trying to be sharp. Right. Yeah, now there are some that yeah. are Sorry, what do you Adler. Th- Adler, what That's do you okay. think? <laughs> Adler, what do you think of Alter Bridge, which is Creed with a different singer? Right. I, yeah, like, yeah. I like their music. Mark Tremonti, the guitarist, Mark Tremonti, he's got some cool riffs. He's a he's a super riff heavy guy, riff riff reliant well, guy. Well, you sure do know a lot about a band you're embarrassed. I of. loved Creed. <laughs> I loved Creed in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, but then it became cool to not like Creed. So So basically you both you, you folded the peer pressure. And Scott Stapp has a very, uh, during that time, it was like, oh, you know, it's just a very. It's a very dated sound to to, to him. For That's sure. why I like Alter How would he better. sing happy birthday to somebody? Happy birthday. There was a time, there was a time when every new band, you had to sing like that. Yes. Now, I do remember that. Yes. And then, and, 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 and it was almost like taking a more clear Pearl Jam approach. Yeah, and I can't stand Pearl Jam, uh, and and that whatever that singer's name is, I forget. His Eddie Vedder. I yeah. cannot stand. What that. makes you not like? I, I know some things. I I know why you don't like bands because it's corny, it's goofy. Mm-hmm. What what is it about Pearl Jam? You it's, like? their music is messy to me. It, it, I don't like the way he sings. I don't like his facial expressions. They, they <laughs> never. I never hear one of their songs, and I go. I go, oh, it's a great riff, and boy, that, that, I, they don't let it breathe. They overplay. Uh-huh. There's no pauses. Uh, I don't, I don't like any of that. I saw, and, and, and then they had that, they had that one song that was like a kid's name, and that that creeped me out. I really hated that. Wasn't it like Joey or something like that? Wasn't it? Then they have some oh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I still like me, Jeremy. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't like find them. that creepy? That's creepy. Do you like them, Baby Bird? <laughs> Pearl Jam's good. I like a few of their songs. Not a lot, but a few. Pearl Jam holds up better than Creed. I will say that. In my opinion. I'm just yeah. stating my opinion. I put it. Pearl Jam in the category of people think they're supposed to like them, but deep down really don't. That's my Eddie Vedder. I'll go this far. <laughs> if I was, if someone said, Rick, there's only, you have to see one of these bands right now. You must. And you have no choice. REM or Pearl Jam? I would watch REM. Oh, really? No. No. Really? That's I, a lie. I'm that's telling a, you, that's I would. a lie. I can't stand. I don't Pearl believe Jam. it. Pearl Jam rocks. And I really don't like REM, but I can't stand Pearl Jam. I'm getting a Pearl yeah. Jam tattoo today, and a Creed, <laughs> and a Creed one. Creed. <laughs> yeah. But Hans, I heard Yeah. That doesn't bother you. And nobody should write a, a, a song called Jeremy. It's a good song. Jeremy's Boogie. Aaron Rodgers uh-huh. continues to double down on this Travis Travis Kelsey debate on vaccinations. Won't let it go. First of all, <laughs> Mail Online, and it's not fair when people do this, 
Uh, the vaccination <laughs> war with Rogers, who is openly anti-vax. Oh, now, Rogers, oh. from what I've gathered, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe he doesn't like any vaccinations. I oh. think he was like a lot of us. We like really well researched, yeah, uh, and, uh, and 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 long standing vaccines that work. We're you know just because somebody might have been a little dicey on an experimental rush to market vaccine, okay, that's not the same as being anti-vax. No, no. Uh, but anyway, you know, he, he got into this deal making fun of Travis Kelsey, uh, and I'll, I will give you Aaron Rodgers' own, own words. Uh, he, he, Rodgers said, I made a tiny little joke about a guy shilling uh, for a, cor- a corrupt company, and everybody kind of loses their minds. He said, I think calling this a war is a little much. There's a lot of propaganda out there, a lot of propaganda. Uh, listen, Mr. Pfizer said he didn't think he'd be in a vax war with me. It's not a war, homie. It's just a conversation. But if you want some sort of duel, a debate, come on the podcast, that'd be big ratings. So he's he's willing to talk to Kelsey mm-hmm. on the podcast or a podcast, the two of them, and talk this thing out. <laughs> but he's saying for anyone, for, for Kelsey to say he didn't know he'd be in a vax war, he's like, we're not in a war. We're, we're having a conversation. Now, he does seem two to double. Two things here. I think Aaron Rodgers thinks he's smarter. Mm-hmm. than Travis Kelsey. So uh, having a debate about it, he thinks he could win pretty easy. Yeah. And the other thing is, would he be this aggressive if Kelsey was a defensive end and would possibly have a chance to kill him on the field? <laughs> probably not. You know, you're not going to be yeah. tackled by a tight end from another team. No. You know, no. probably. No. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, yeah, he does double down when he says, uh, uh, I made a joke about a guy uh, that's, wor- that's doing uh, commercials for a corrupt company. Yeah, uh, you so. know when he's on Pat's show, uh, mm-hmm. it always bothers me that he in in the split screen he's always way down and way far away. I wish they would level them out a little bit, but he just joins them and he just lays yeah. there and hangs out with them or whatever. Well, but, I, I kind of you know we should really be doing well in the times that we're in because Bubba and I and you've heard us talk about it. I know we come across as a couple of old fogies, but we we hey. lived we lived mm-hmm. in a time huh? where mm-hmm. where TV and radio. The presentation and the way things were done, the level of excellence that was demanded. Yeah. Now it's all just kind of become, eh. Yeah. It's it's raw. Yeah, it's sloppy. It's thrown together. Just like what you're talking about. There'd been a time that would that right there that would have been tolerated. No. I mean that that that, no. that would not be tolerated. Yeah. And now it's kind of like everything's raw. Everything's unprofessional. Everything's thrown together. It really came around for us, you know. That's why I said we, I'm we, glad everybody went that way. We yeah. should be at our peak performance right now. <laughs> yeah. The standard is so low right now. I think we can achieve it. Yeah. Rick, there there was one time that the, the flagship station we're on right now would never have considered. Letting us in the studio. No, we couldn't even individually or as a combination. I think they okay. would have called some sort of authority if we drove past it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they make. They'd it be up. like, I think I just saw those two rubes <laughs> drive by our, our our studio. We were so. I I wonder. I hate to say this. Thirty years in January. Are we somewhat responsible? Oh. You know, did we play a role in this? Well, Rick, I'd like to think that we rode the kind wave. Of you know, we down. we rode the wave. The wave right. was there. We rode it, and uh, right. you know, remember? I mean, we we had meetings with people that that ran this radio station years before we were on it, and 
you know, they were like, wow, what y'all are doing is kind of unique and uh, good luck. <laughs> Bubba, we, <laughs> Bubba, we worked how many years for a guy one time says they're just a couple of rednecks from Gadsden. They're not going to mount the anything. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's, you know, no need to relive and, all of no, that. No, what I'm saying, the, that person never <laughs> liked what we did. They just yeah. realized there was money to be made off yeah, of they it. Just, yeah, they had to tolerate it. And I think people want real, authentic conversations. They're sick of the news, man, delivering the news. Or like the, yeah. the late night, the fake conversations on late night shows in 30 you know, three minute conversations. Yeah. People are sick of that. They want real stuff like y'all. Phone calls are next. 866 We Be Big. <laughs> uh, we'll chat with you guys. Yeah. Right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, we've realized that the quote that we have is a year old. Uh, so this is actually a Canadian uh, politician that made this quote uh, a year ago, and Adler even thinks that we've already played it. I, I don't remember right, yeah. uh, the clip right. just reading what it right. was, so maybe yeah. we see it all. Yeah, so it, it is an old clip, but it still will be good to hear it. Do and you remember it? Uh, I don't. No, I, I'd have to listen to it. Maybe why I'm listening to it, maybe. But it clearly says it's a year old, so it's not. We do know that. Uh, whether we played it or not, I don't know. Uh, but uh, so this, but it's still good to hear it. And uh, and then we have l- the latest information uh, from Rand Paul, which is trying to do his part to say, look, the people of America need to know uh, what did or didn't happen involving Fauci and the government and. Uh, you know, gain of function research and and the lies that we were told and blah blah blah. So we'll do that uh, second. But blah, blah, blah. He, but first we'll go back to uh, what was said by a Canadian politician because you know they went to just completely bonkers on the whole pandemic yeah. thing. Uh, and uh, this is one of their politicians admitting that some of the things that were done were were wrong. And again, this is from a year ago. Daniel but, Smith. Uh, here's Daniel Smith. The community that faced the most restrictions on their freedoms in the last year were those who made a choice not to be vaccinated. I don't think I've ever experienced a situation in my lifetime where a person was fired from their job or not allowed to watch their kids play hockey or not allowed to go visit a loved one in long-term care or hospital or not allowed to go get on a plane to either go across the country to see family or even travel across the border. So they have been the most discriminated against group that I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. That's a pretty extreme level of discrimination that we have seen. I don't take away any of the discrimination that I've seen in those other groups that you mentioned, but this has been an extraordinary time in the last uh, year in particular. And I want people to know that I find that unacceptable, that we are not going to create a segregated society on the basis of a of a medical choice. Yeah, and and Do you I remember it now. Yeah, I, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but I I see the date on the video. I know it's. I old, wish you'd so, gone. Hey, yeah, right. When so, she started, right? But but I still like what she said. Yeah, no I matter did, when I she said it, or if I ever said, I may, if I played it last year, I'm glad I played it again. Yeah, I know. And it I was have good both times. I, I, I have yeah. no memory of that, mm-hmm. but uh, but it, it doesn't matter because the point, and even though this is Canada. Uh, but, but what was taking place and it was the thing from the very beginning. And I don't know, maybe because running through my blood is, is still, and I remember saying this at the time is our people like Patrick Henry, you know, yep. our ancestors and all that. And when I kept hearing that the government was going to force me to take a shot, just something about that was just creepy on, on just its basic foundation. Uh, and, um, and all of that. So here's Rand Paul, this is current. Uh, as he continues to be the bulldog uh, uh, on this to try to get to the bottom of what was done to us all under the guise, which is the way they always overreach. 
if they can scare us and say that we have to relinquish some of our freedom now, all under the uh, in the pursuit of security and safety. Uh, but here he is with his latest updates. From the very beginning, Anthony Fauci knew he was involved with funding this lab, and he did everything possible. It's throughout our government. Eight different agencies in our government are covering up their support for this lab in Wuhan. It's ongoing as we speak. Even though we've had a unanimous Congress declassify the information, I have classified unclassified information that's being withheld from me to this day. But we have evidence, yes, that they were dishonest, that Anthony Fauci lied in hearings to me, which is a felony, punishable up to five years. We now have emails that show him saying that he knew it was gain of function, that the virus looked manipulated, and that he was worried that this came from the Wuhan lab. February 1st of 2020, mm. then he spent the last three years saying nothing to see here. We also know that there was a safety committee that should have reviewed this, and we know that Anthony Fauci went around the safety committee. The safety committee set up in place to make sure this wouldn't happen, never saw the Wuhan funding because Anthony Fauci allowed the funding to go around the safety committee. This is a bombshell revelation, and this will eventually bring down Anthony Fauci. Deception, the great COVID cover-up. So book, I guess. I, I want you to think about that. I mean, he's, that's, that's that he, is bombshell. He he <laughs> says if we have emails of his concern, because I think all along any of us would be upset, but I think that we would have we would have at least been more understanding if Fauci had come out like he should have done for his country and for the world mm -hmm. and said, "I know what's going on here." You know, we, we, y'all, it's undeniable. We all knew that we sent inspectors to the lab who came back and said the lab is not secure enough right. for what they're doing. We had reports of that years before this. So when it came out, if he had concerns that this was part of gain of function research in Wuhan that he absolutely knew was going on, he should have stepped into the, to the spotlight and said, I know where this came from. I know what's going on. So as we begin to try to combat it, I'm going to tell you what we're up against. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I, he should. I wouldn't have faulted him for that. I mean, I might have. Right. I might have said, "Well, it was foolish for us to not do something in Wuhan, but we're in China. There's only so much you can do." How much quicker though could we got a response? We could have exactly. got a vaccine. Could we have better engineered the vaccine? Could we have got it out quicker if he'd have just come forward with what he knew instead of trying to play CYA in the cat box? And the government did what governments have done since since the, the fall of mankind. What they did is they took any narrative that would suggest that it was it had gotten out of Wuhan and it was part of gain of function that people in our country and people who are now going to try to get us a shot were all part of. What they did is they did what governments always do. Always do. Let's demonize those people. And let's shut down their voice. Just not just demonize them, destroy them, and destroy them, and cancel them from all platforms. They're not allowed to say that. And any time we are being told that we're not allowed to to have a narrative, that's always a red flag. See, we should be able to discuss it. The truth will eventually rise to the top, like cream. And keep in mind too, Rick, for them to be able to move forward with this vaccine, there was a problem. They had to get rid of hydro, uh, hydro, I can't hydrochloroquine. Say hydroxychloroquine. hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Mm -hmm. Now, do they work? Are they effective? I don't know. There's tests that, you know, some are say yes, some say no. Yeah, yeah. 
but the, they had to discredit them so they could get emergency authorization. That is the dirty part of it. Yep. Couldn't have done it without that being declared. Yep. As long as those two drugs were available, they couldn't do what they did. And all that's dirty, 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 and dangerous. If you give a shot, people get well, don't get sick, people will want that shot. You're right. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba. We gather right here tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. Stay with us to get updated on everything going on around the world and have a laugh as we do it. Tomorrow on a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.